Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, 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 and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I'm Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but please just call me Rachel. Today's episode is called Living Your Worth with Louise Griffith. Louise owns a company called One Shining Light. She is known for illuminating possibilities and transforming lives from the inside out. An internationally recognized speaker, author, success coach, and psychologist, Louise provides life-changing concepts and insight with a spirit of fun and lots of energy. Louise is a member of the National Speakers Association and the NSA Minnesota chapter. She held the board position of membership director for three years. Louise is a contributing author to Cooperative Discipline, Walking with the Wise, and Fearless Women, Fearless Wisdom. Her new book, You Are Worth It, 52 Weeks to Honoring, Loving, and Nurturing Your Soul and Accompanying Journal are now in their third printing. Louise integrates her experience as a former classroom educator and licensed psychologist, as well as her current certification as a success coach to provide insightful assistance for professional and personal effectiveness and motivation. Welcome to the show, Louise. Hey, thanks, Rachel. I'm happy to be here. Yes, wonderful to have you here. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to share you with our listeners. I've known you for several, several years now, and um, and I, I even have done some work with you. I remember doing a, a insights kind of questionnaire, and you did some um, coaching with me that helped me tap into myself and realizing that being intuitive was actually a strength of mine that I was not realizing and I, so I'm grateful to you for uh, awakening that in me. <laughs> awesome. Great. Well, yeah. And I've loved your book. So I'm excited to talk about your book. You are worth it today too. Well, I am too. Cause actually this doesn't come from an ego spot. I actually love this book and had some help from above on it. And it's doing some good things in the world, which is what I think we're all about. And I'd like to say how this came to be. And it, some years ago, I was exercising at Curves. And I don't know how many women have been to Curves, but I had fun. I went with the earliest group because they seemed to be the most fun. They chit-chatted a lot while we went around the circuit. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Might as well have fun if you're an exercise, right? So anyway, yeah. the younger woman on my left told me that she had lost 65 pounds so far that year. And I said, well, I'm just interested in knowing how this came to be at this time in your life. Her response led me in this direction and impacted me in a powerful way. She said, I woke up one morning and just decided I was worth it. Mm. I know. And it was the type of phrase, I'm sure many of you have had this experience, where it just stayed with me for about three days. It wouldn't Um, leave. It just kept weaving in and out of my heart, my mind, my soul. And so I decided that, wow, she had given me a profound nugget for life. Because if I don't think I'm worth it, and you don't think you're worth it, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. it may never happen. It may not happen as soon as it can or to the level that it can. So that began my work and my speaking and coaching and led to this book. Oh, that's awesome. And I feel, you know, our worthiness is really one of humanity's 
you know, greatest core wounds. Because if we don't feel worthy of stepping into whatever we're stepping into, we'll never make those uh, leaps and bring our gifts to the world. That's it. That's what it's about. Being oh, others and using and being in alignment with our soul's purpose. And it's not about comparing them. We'll talk about comparing later, but um, it just is being mm-hmm. who you are and knowing that you have wonderful gifts and strengths. Oh, exactly. And so if, if you could describe to us what does living your worth look like and feel like in someone's life? Or what is that shift going from that internal state of maybe, it's, maybe we're not even aware of it. It's subconscious that we're not feeling worthy. But then that shift into, you know, I'm, I'm worthy and I appreciate being me and I accept living in my own skin, that kind of thing. Yes, thanks for the question. It's a good one. So I'm just visualizing, and I worked with a coaching client yesterday who actually is a physician and has her first surgery on Thursday and just really wants to take time to honor herself more. Mm -hmm. We have such a tendency to beat ourselves up. But anyway, we talked about this, about actually reminding yourself that you are worthy, you have gifts to contribute, and you're there to be of service to others. And just to walk differently, to internalize that message and own it. And then energetically you show up differently. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it uh, unleashes more courage to take more risks, to explore new opportunities. Um, It lets you be present, I think, to other people because we're not like, oh man, you know, we're tearing ourselves down. Mm -hmm be present to other people and to step into their world and look at the world through their eyes. So I think it impacts us personally and professionally. I mean, relation, all relationships. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, I know my personal experience with worthiness, I was at this one, uh, it was a meetup and this one was using applied kinesiology or muscle testing to check worthiness for me and I was like kind of the demonstrator for the group that was there and she tested the belief I am worthy and my arms stayed strong so that meant that was true for me and true for my body and then she tested me and said I am worthy of the kingdom of God and my arm just dropped and I felt that unworthiness and I cried and I you know, I had no idea that was in me or, you know, operating from my subconscious. And it was a really powerful moment for me to uh, feel that and to sh- be able to shift that. Wow, that is powerful. And I love kinesthesiology. Oh, and yeah. Psychologist for 28 years. I would also always listen, of course, and I would listen to what they were saying. And sometimes I would have them pop up and and I would have them think about what they just said to see if the, the arm would stay firm, mm-hmm. like serve them and others, or if it would go down and energy drain. And it was a, a concrete thing because, I mean, that doesn't lie. So right. I'm glad, Rachel, that that didn't go down both times, right, for you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was like, yeah, I feel worthy. You know, I can take these steps and follow through and do that but there was also something in there really holding me back well that's great and thanks for sharing that too 
Yeah. And so what you do, you know, I love your ability to listen and to have insights for people. You're truly gifted with that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I have your book here. It is just a gorgeous, gorgeous book. Thank you. Yeah. It says on the front, you are worth it. 52 weeks to honoring, loving, and nurturing your soul. And when you talk about soul, you know, what do you, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by nurturing your soul or loving your soul or honoring? So um, off the top of my head, even though I use this word all the time, I think it's your inner essence. It's your, um, yeah, your inner essence. That's the, those are the simple words I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. And do you, do you typically connect that to your connection to your creator or God, the universe, however you, you know, yeah. use that? Uh, yes, I do, of course. Mm-hmm. And, and we all have that, right? That inner yeah. essence? Children have this too. Being a grandmother is so much fun because I love to watch that. And I really observed when they were like little tiny babies, they seemed to be looking up when my daughter would be holding them. Mm-hmm. They were connected. And in the work that I did as a psychologist, um, I really like teenagers. And it seemed that toward the end of my private practice, I would get old souls coming to me, especially young women. Mm. And I thought, what the heck? And I would say to them as I listened, and their mom usually was there, I said, wow, you seem like an old soul. And the mom would say, oh, yes, people have been saying that since she's little. So what I mean by that is they have a wisdom beyond their age of being a teenager. And the challenge and the opportunity was they really don't care about the things that their friends cared about. And their friends are right on track developmentally, right? Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, so we tried to figure out how to get a connection with their peer group while still maintaining the wisdom that they brought into the world to share with others. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was fun work. Uh-huh. Was there any kind of key insight you had from that? Um, key insight was I just, because maybe I'm just older and whatever, I, I just asked them. I was certainly not trained this way as a psychologist. Um, I said, do you know what your soul's purpose is? And no one had really ever asked them that. And they said, yes, uh, I've come to bring uh, joy to the world. Um, or yes, I've come to ask hard questions. I mean, it was okay. fascinating. That is beautiful. I know. So then I said, well, let's figure out then how to make a bridge with your peers so that you can say more of that message because otherwise they actually are going to maybe think that you're odd and you're not odd. You're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And- oh, that's beautiful work, Louise, because so many, you know, teenagers and young adults are are struggling. It's a hard time when we're kind of living in this world of society and expectations and shoulds and then, um, you know, not, not too many people are teaching youngsters how to, you know, follow and listen to their own soul. Yep. Well, I say, and it's on the back of my book, actually this popped out of my mouth some years ago in my private practice. I, I heard myself saying, if you don't honor your own soul, who will? And actually that's how I begin my keynote and presentations. If you don't have your own soul, who will? Oh, I love that. If others don't understand it just is, you know, and it can be, you know, fearful. 
and the timing may not be right for what you actually really know that you know that you know. Mm-hmm. And yet it's important that we pause and pay attention. Oh, I love that. Thank you. And I want to hear more. I want to talk more about your book, but we're going to take a moment here and go to commercial. We will have more with Louise when we return. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Welcome back. You are listening to Rev with Rachel. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but you can call me Rachel. Today I am speaking with Louise Griffith coach, speaker, and author of You Are Worth It, 52 Weeks to Honoring, Loving, and Nurturing Your Soul. Welcome back, Louise. Hey, thanks, Rachel. Such a pleasure to talk to you about soul and all of this good stuff. Thank you. You too. (laughs) Um, So in your book, you've got different concepts for 52 weeks, and I love how this is laid out, and it's just a gorgeous book, but, you know, some of those are like set clear boundaries, guard your safety, pay attention to the people you allow in your life, celebrate your feelings, find your joy, discover your spiritual path, have fun, relax, and enjoy life. I just love all of these concepts in your book, Louise, because not too many people, you know, in are talking about this stuff. You know, this isn't a part of everyday conversation. <laughs> and, you know, I could have certainly used this book when I was, you know, 12, 13 years old, but for sure it would have been helpful when I was 20. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's still helpful to, to me, and I'm older than that for sure. <laughs> Look, I did this book. Well, I did it, but I mean, I wrote it, but I have a really great friend a soul sister who lives in the UK. Born mm-hmm. in so we did this book one week at a time and, um, and did our, there's a section that I, I like, it's called I am worth it next step. So we emailed them back and forth and then we would Skype and talk about it oh, cool. so to do it. And also then I had my own answers, but to listen to her, it gave me a different perspective. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, never thought of it that way. So now, and now I'm doing it with a group of coaches I trained with. So, oh, awesome. And my answers are different this year than they were last year, of course. Oh, interesting. Of course. (laughs) I would love for you to share a couple of these. Um, Do you have some favorites? I know one of my favorites is um, compare, you know, uh, how was it stated? Comparing yourself to others? Yeah, stop comparing yourself to others because I just see that so much out in the world and friends, people doing that, and or even just how we compare our children to each other and things like that. And, uh, you know, what if we let everyone be their just unique, radiant self without having to compare? Would you share that one with the listeners? I will. And then at the end, I'll tell you two of my favorite because I've lived them. Actually, I've awesome. lived them. Yeah. <laughs> so what I appreciate about the way this book ended up being, it just developed, is that each one of these weeks very um, 
encourage people through the book once, just do one a week because we have enough going on in our minds and our lives. So it's very been very fun to just focus on one. So um, week 20, stop comparing yourself to others. It begins with some type of quote, and this is by Oscar Wilde. <clears throat> Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. So I begin, as you reflect upon this topic this week, think of the times or situations when you have compared yourself to others. What has been the outcome? As you pursue your passion, you have discovered there are others who are both better than you, that's in quotes, and others who are less accomplished in specific areas. You need to throw yourself wholeheartedly into the experience and find joy in it. Comparing yourself to others is not the least bit productive. Be who you are. A coaching client of mine who is an executive director of an organization felt intimidated going into board meetings because she saw the other board members as being the real experts, that's in quotes, in their fields. Because of their impressive titles and accolades, she saw herself as, this is in quotes, less than. I reminded her of her strengths, gifts, and accomplishments. I also challenged her to own the precious and unique qualities she brought to the board table. As she reflected upon these qualities, as well as the experience she brought to these meetings, she agreed to change her way of thinking and establish a new behavior of walking into those meetings with her held, head held high. While she was comparing herself to others in the room, the others were likely interested in hearing her thoughts and ideas about the issues at hand. After several discussions, she experienced more confidence at future meetings and found herself speaking up and sharing her opinions, knowing that her contributions were equally valuable to everyone else's. So then there's a little box at the end of each of these with one main point. Comparing yourself to others is not the least bit productive. Then in the I am worth it next steps. And these are, these are um, inquiries into, you know, to, for you to just be thinking about this in your life. They're not like really a question that everyone would answer the same way, of course. Mm-hmm. What are the ways you've compared yourself to others? What was the impact on your self-worth? Uh, number two, compare yourself to yourself. What are you doing today that you could not have done one, three, or five years ago? Number three, in what ways have you grown that brings you joy and satisfaction? Hold on to your essence. Four, focus on your strengths with gratitude and think of ways you can make contributions to others. And so then there's each one ends with, based on my observations and insights this week, I will stop, da-da-da-da, I will start, da-da-da-da, I will continue. And the last affirmation is, I choose to show up in the world being who I am, and I know I make a difference. And it ends with, you are worth it. I love that, Louise. That's very powerful. Mm, Thank you. Excellent content and beautiful and wise. Thank you. I'll just tell you a couple of my favorites. I'm not going to read them, but week number 27, because I have lived this for many years, and I'm so much better at this. Am I pleasing others at my own expense? And reclaim your personal power which is not over other people, but your, your own personal power. Well, mm-hmm. actually, out of these. So thank you for letting me read that. Yeah. And would you read Reclaim Your Personal Power? I would love to have the listeners hear that. Okay. So the quote is by Audrey Lord. When I dare to be powerful, 
to use my strength in the service of my vision, then it becomes less and less important whether I am afraid. Personal power is your ability to change the direction of your life. It is the energy fueling your actions. It is not about, and this is in quotes, power over another human being, but the power coming from within yourself. Personal power allows you to focus your attention in the area of your choice. Perhaps you learned to surrender your personal power early in life as you worked hard to please others and live up to their expectations. You may have been taught in subtle and not so subtle ways to live by rules imposed upon you. As time went on, you may not have realized you did indeed have choices. Once you make a choice and decide you are worth it, no matter what your it at this moment in life is, you become the decision maker and are in the driver's seat of your life. You have the power to choose, which no one can take away from you. Personal power is being in alignment with your thoughts, feelings, integrity, and soul. You are the one who can make it happen. Personal power is based on strength, confidence, and competence you acquire as you move toward self-realization. With a little imagination and a lot of determination, you can make miracles happen. And in the box, it says personal power is about being in alignment with your thoughts, feelings, integrity, and soul. And I'll just read the first, um, uh, I am worth it next step. I actually like them all, but when you hear the word term personal power, and I have that in quotes, what does it bring up for you? And the first time I went through this, what I liked about this was I could think back in my lifetime, being a younger woman, where I gave away my personal power. Mm, yeah. Gave others. And now where I am in life and having done a lot of work myself to heal and become all I can be, I, I, I feel happy about that because I have reclaimed it and I am owning it and I do know I have choices. So what I liked about this um, inquiry is that wherever anyone is, it can speak to them. Yeah, that is so true, Louise. And these questions are, are deeply rich. I do want to share the rest of those. Do you mind if I say them? Well, I wish you would. I'm just looking at them. I sort of yeah. like Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty darn good, Louise. <laughs> so the next one is, in order to claim your full power, what do you choose to leave behind? What do you need to do so you can live in the moment and not be reacting to the past? What do you choose to step into something over which you do have control? Name three of your greatest assets ready to support you right now. Focus on these this week. So all of your entire book, Louise, has just your wisdom and your voice. And um, I feel like it's, it's easy to connect to. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your book with the listeners. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. I appreciate it. Yeah. And is there anything you would like to share with the listeners before we wrap up? Any kind of words from Louise? Where's the wise? Well, I really do. Um, I have two things in my mind. If you don't honor your own soul, who will? I mean, it's just as important. And others may not understand. But it got to be true to that, what you're hearing inside. And to pause... I used to never pause. You're kidding. I was going 70 miles an hour. Who had time to pause? Yeah, <laughs> right. Just just head for the confusion. That would, was where I was. But 
And then also um, remind yourself that you are worth it, whatever your it may be at this time in your life. And it's not comparing your it to my it to Rachel's it to anyone else's it. It just is important. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Louise. It's fun, Rachel. You're always fun to be with. (laughs) I always enjoy you. You've got such a a loving presence about you. Thank you. And you have your own uh, brand of wisdom yourself. So thank (laughs) thank you. So Louise, if any of our listeners would like to connect with you to learn more about your work, how would you like for them to reach out to you? So on my website, which is in the process of being updated, of course, but anyway, it's www.oneshininglight.com. And those are three words spelled out, O-N-E, shininglight.com. And on my website, I do a monthly newsletter called Shine, and you could sign up for that. I sort of like that also. Yeah, I love your newsletter. Thank you. And once a month is just fine for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you can order the book, my book, and I also created a accompanying journal, like for those I am worth it next steps, I wanted something beautiful that I could be writing my own responses in. That's just me. Mm. But okay, both of them are on the website. And if you just want the book, I would get an order for it. And if you want me to sign it to you, I'd love to do that and mail it to you. It's also available on Amazon. Uh, you are worth it. And so, um, and my email is louise at oneshininglight.com. And I know you do a lot of speaking and, you know, large group presentations. So if anyone wants to reach out to you for something like that, that would be awesome, right? It would be. I love speaking. I'm a professional speaker and I love, um, it's a real sacred privilege really to be present, to be able to do that. Yeah. And you're such a beautiful teacher too. Thank you. Thanks again, Louise. Hey, Rachel, thank you. I appreciate it. And God bless everyone on the listening to the podcast. Hey, listeners, I have a new book out. It's called Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You. It is on Amazon and chapter by chapter, this book helps you to free yourself by freeing your mind, your body, your soul, freeing others our intuition, our children, and our potential. So my hope is that it speaks to your soul and helps you become free from the inside out. And you can check out my app at www.rachelapp.com. It's free to download, has a meditation timer, and special features that support you in your growth and radiance. If you want my nine happiness and healing essentials, you can enter your name and email at my website. That is www.drrachelw.com. And with that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. EWN Podcast Network.